everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Be Love, Give Love podcast. I'm Abby Lewis, founder of Be Love, Give Love. Well, it's been a bit, and I wanted to come in here and update you on what's been going on, and uh, hopefully we'll find a rhythm again coming in here at least once a month uh, to do a podcast. We'll see how, um, how things unfold, see how God leads, but just wanted to tell you that I took the month of February off, and I was able to get the first draft done of my next book, which I'm so excited to share with the world. Um, it's a very, very raw and vulnerable story, uh, my own personal journey. Again, if you've read the first book, that's my journey as well, coming out of the pit from hitting rock bottom in 2002. And that's more of like a workbook, uh, a more of a teaching book. This book is really my life the last 11 years, and it is more set up like um, a, a very, very little teaching at the beginning, but this is set up more like journals of um, journal entries of my life and how God has shown up in the midst of deep uh, trials and hard things and just feeling hard pressed on every side and just walking it out, still living still in the midst of all of it. And, um, so there's lots in there. Uh, it is done. Um, and it is now in the editor's hand. So we shall see how that all unfolds. And when that is ready, uh, it's a process. I always tell people writing a book is like running a marathon after a marathon, after another marathon. It's just, the, the initial writing of it all is intense and requires extreme dedication and focus and perseverance. And then just, you know, once you get that done, then it has to go in the editing, which they have to do the same thing. And then I'm overseeing the editing and then formatting and um, design and uploads and just all of it. So it's a process. So I have no idea when it's going to be done. But uh, stay tuned, stay tuned, but it's a beautiful, beautiful story, and I will definitely be sharing a lot more um, as we get closer to launching as to what uh, that book is all about, and I hope that you will uh, stay tuned and just hear what God's doing in that, and I've tried to write that book probably three different times, and I had no idea that it was going to come together as it has, Um yeah, it just never worked out for me to actually finish it. Uh, one time I ended up having to have surgery. Another time I ended up, uh, my computer crashed. And then another time I don't even think I got even moving. But this time I was like, all right, let me see how we're doing for the first like nine days. And then we'll talk to the editor and say, yes, we are actually moving forward. So that's why I didn't do a podcast in February. And then just trying to find my groove back and get things moving in the editing process. And then we also have uh, an event, um, Be Love, Give Love slash the Underground Railroad event coming up on April 2nd here locally in North Carolina. And super excited about that. We're, we've uh, partnered up with a ministry here called the Underground Railroad, which honestly, she represents Be Love, Give Love's heart big time. She's all about meeting people right where they're at and giving uh, hand ups, not handouts. She discerns situations and people's um, circumstance and you know draws the community together for us to just come come together as she leads us 
to, to love on people and to help them. And it's a community effort and I love it. It's beautiful. There's no red tape. Um, it's just, here's the need. If you can help $5, $10, $100, $50, whatever you can do, just come alongside of them and love our neighbor in need. And I, I just love it. I love it. One thing I love so much about it, it's just seamless. Uh, no red tape, no applications, no tons and tons of questions making you feel less than. Uh, it's just here we are. Um, here we are and let us just serve you and help you. So it's a beautiful thing. We are highlighting her. Of course, the Be Love, Give Love is going to be present. We're going to have our merchandise there and um, be able to you know, sew into Melanie and her ministry, the Underground Railroad, with the purchases of the the merchandise. So we're excited about that. That's happening. And yeah, it's just been a blessing of a time and getting this year going. Lots of neat things, lots of obstacles, uh, lots of just pushing through all the stuff that was trying to hold me back from writing. And yeah, but God is good and we're we're moving forward. We're moving forward. But Be Love, Give Love is still here and lots of amazing things are happening. We're believing that God is going to continue to um, use Be Love, Give Love to light this world on fire and to just uh, bring life and bring light and bring love to the surface. And, you know, the greatest commandment is to love. And I wonder how many people, if they really really just sit back and think about how they live their life, what they do every day, how they speak, how they act. Are they doing, you know, the, the love command well? Um, am I doing it well? Um, and the book that I, I write, it talks, this next book, it talks about the heart condition and everything stemming from the heart and how we aren't able to be love and give love to the world around us because it's a it's a heart issue and I don't want to spoil it I mean I kind of want to go into what the book's about but I I just don't feel like it's the right timing but um my core passion really honestly is just to be used mightily by God to speak life into people to open their eyes, to see a different way to live. You don't know how many people have, after, you know, I've visited with them for a while or counseled them. Well, I can't say I'm a counselor, but coached them because I'm not a certified counselor or licensed uh, therapist in that area. I'm a coach and um, a massage therapist and, you know, all that. So anyway, a lot of people will say, I had no idea that there was a different way to live. I didn't even know living this way was possible, you know, and that's what a blinder is. You know, we just live a life the way we always lived it. Uh, we had parents that maybe lived that, or we're just stuck in a situation and we think this is the only way to live. But then someone like myself or somebody else comes in and shines light on a dark situation and said, Hey, you know, come this way. It doesn't have to be this way. Now it's going to take a little bit of work and effort to not stay in that same thought pattern or behavior pattern or mindset or whatever, but there's a different way here. Let me light your path and show you a different way to live, show you a, a path to freedom. And so if you stick around, be love, give love long enough, you know, you will listen to the old podcast, you get the first book, Living Still, Walking in Peace in the Midst of Life, definitely get this next book when it comes out. 
your life's going to change. Your heart's going to change. Your mind's going to change. Your your spirit, mind, and body healing, wholeness, everything is going to change if you actually apply what you hear, what you read. Um, it's it's not going to do anything if it doesn't take root in your heart. You know, I always tell people when they read the book or if you listen to the podcast, if something stands out, write it down, highlight it in the book and think about it. Roll it over in your head, meditate on it. You know, the Bible says we're supposed to meditate on the word day and night. So if God is speaking something to you or if he's bringing it Um, like highlighting it because some people will say when they read the book, gosh, I just feel like you're in my head or I feel like you're speaking directly to me. And I'm like, okay, that is God saying, pay attention to this and devour that. Sit with it, roll it over. God, what are you trying to speak to me? And just meditate on it, ponder it, have it in the forefront and just stop there. Just, Just stop with that. Don't keep reading. Don't keep listening. Keep rereading that part. Keep rolling that over in your heart and in your head and allow God to touch that in a way where it will create change, create a shift in your mindset, create a shift in your thought pattern, create a shift in your soul to where it's like, wow, huh, that that's different or that feels right or wow, that feels like a jolt from God. Like I, I feel refreshed or encouraged or inspired or something. And don't, don't just dismiss that because if you do, then it will just, it'll fall away and you won't, you won't grasp it. It won't take root in your heart. It has to take root in your heart to produce change. A seed has to go in the ground and sit before it will sprout and before it will actually produce any sort of fruit. So, you know, people, (laughs) if you can read the Bible through the whole year, great. But what did you learn? in the midst of it. If you can read my whole book and you're like, wow, that was a great book. Okay, great. Well, then why are you still having issues with your thoughts when it says, you know, there's a whole chapter in there about taking your thoughts captive. Let's go back to that, read it, ponder it, roll it over, study the scriptures, process the questions I ask and allow it to actually produce a heart change. So that way you can live in freedom. That way you can work through the healing process. So the stuff that speaks to your heart that's how i that's how i've gotten to where i am today it wasn't like i just listened to a good sermon or read a good book and poof everything went away no i did the work i dug my heels in i thought about things i processed through it i did these social media fasts for long periods of time because it was so distracting and so much noise that i couldn't even find my way to to the to the next thing, you know, it's just, I felt like social media so often can be a, a, a time of numbing us. So we don't have to think about our problems just the same as way as alcohol or binge watching or shopping or sex or, you know, porn or whatever you're addicted to that numbs you and gives you some sort of satisfaction to where you don't have to think about your problem. Trust me, I've done that stuff. You know, I, I was addicted to alcohol and drugs because I didn't want to deal with my issues. That's what the whole first book is about. It's that pit, that deep, dark pit um, that I lived in. And so to get to where I am today, yes, I put in the work. I mean, God God wooed me in. God helped me. God strengthened me. God gave me revelation and comfort and 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 wisdom and guidance in the right book or the right sermon or the right person to speak life into me. 
But I had to actually step into it. I had to actually be courageous and do the next best thing. I had to, you know, be obedient. I had to process things. I had to meditate on it. I had to choose to be still. I had to choose to take my thoughts captive. I had to choose to, you know, be having a, a mindset of gratitude and think on all things that are good and lovely and praiseworthy. And it, it's a process. And it's a process, honestly, not to be a Debbie Downer or anything, but a process that people don't want to do. Um, being in the wellness field since 2005 and going through my own healing journey, what I have come to to see consistently is the lack of consistency with people, the lack of discipline, the lack of pushing through the hard, pushing through the uncomfortable, persevering when it seems like, ah, I don't know, I don't want to do it. You know, if you press into God, Lord, give me the strength to keep going. Lord, give me the ability to keep going. Touch that area that just I keep getting tripped up on. I still do this to today. I still have to apply everything that is in that first book, Living Still. I have to apply that. That is my core foundation to be who I am today. That is everything I go back on from a spirit standpoint, from a mind standpoint, from a body standpoint, from an overall being able to free to live. Everything that's in that book is still what I do to this day to continue living this life that I live where I feel like I can walk in peace in the midst of life. Now, does that mean I don't have storms or trials or obstacles? Absolutely not. In this world, you will have trials and trouble, but take heart. He's overcome the world. But when I do have those things come against me, I apply what I called my training, what I've learned and what I've gained and the wisdom in, from the first book. So if you are struggling or if you are stuck or if you feel like you don't have a grasp on something from a spirit standpoint, from an emotional standpoint, from a physical standpoint, because there's a whole section in that book uh, regarding the body and how to care for your body um, and how to love yourself and um you know, I still have to do that today. You know, things aren't just like poof. Oh, Abby's just got an easy life. No, I still have to apply everything. I still have to take my thoughts captive. I still have to push back the noise and settle my my soul to where I can, you know, have that peace and that stillness. I still get attacked every single day mentally, emotionally, uh, getting try try to get tripped up because things aren't going smoothly with be love, give love, or finances or whatever may be the case, um, I still have to press in to keep and maintain that peace. I still have to run after my peace, like the Bible says. Run after your peace. Chase after it. And man, that's what I do. I chase after my peace. The moment it flees, the moment it is gone, I am very aware. Why is it gone? What stole it? What did I you know, open the door to? Uh, wh- where's the window crack that, you know, and usually it's my thought pattern. I've picked something up. I, I've, uh, I'm frustrated about this or that. And I'm like, nope, I trust the Lord. I'm laying that down. That is not mine to carry. Lord, I know that you'll work all that out for good. I'm giving that to you. Or I know you'll provide all of our needs. I don't have to worry about that. Or I know the right opportunity is going to come my way. I don't have to try to make that happen. You know, things like that. But as soon as I feel that intensity, my peace fleeing, I sit with it. I pray about it. I sit in that stillness. What have I picked up? And then I do the spiritual battle. All the stuff that I talk about in the the first book. I either lay down the burden 
or I either shift my thought to gratitude or I take that thought captive or I choose to be still or I go drink more water because my body feels a little tired and wonky and oh, I realized I didn't drink enough water. But there's just so much to it to a point where people are like, ah, it's too much work. I just rather, no, I can't do it. It's just too much work. And then I come back to him. I said, well, would you rather just be where you're at? Is life where you're at more peaceful, just okay, than actually doing a little bit of work to get to the other side? It's easier now for me to battle it out. It's easier now for me to maintain my peace. Uh, it's kind of like, you know, anything that you yeah, that you have to learn. I mean, learning to ride a bike, it takes a little bit. Learning a new skill, learning how to play the piano, it takes a little bit. But then it gets easier as you get stronger, as you get wiser, as you get you know, trained in that area, it gets easier. So yes, it's easier for me to be mindful of when my peace is gone, but I still have to apply the same, um, the same exact thing that I tell my clients to do. I still have to do that, but it is easier. Um, just like, you know, it's easier for me to run a marathon. Not that I've ever ran one, but if you train for it, I mean, it would be ridiculous for me to try to run a marathon right now. I'd be huffing and puffing, but if I trained for it, then I would be able to to do it easily. So living still is, I don't know, it's kind of like an art form, I guess, if you want to say. I've mastered the, the art of living still, and I desire to teach you how to do it, to hunger for peace, to realize there can be a different way to live. And you just stick around, um, maybe book a session with me if you desire deeper one-on-one -on -one, uh, training with me. Uh, my schedule is really full, so I don't know if that would work, but at least you have the book. At least you have the podcast. Um, at least you have, you know, Facebook posts or, you know, whatever. Just find something that's resonating with you that penetrates your heart where you're like, ah, oh, I want to grasp that. I want to understand that. And just camp out there. Camp out there for, for days, for weeks, until you feel like you've grasped it. Don't move on to something else. It's just like, do this work right here. Because if you move on to something else, then you haven't really gained this. And then you go to something else and you kind of, oh, well, I'll halfway do that. And then you go to something else and I'll halfway do that. Before you know it, you're just running this hamster wheel that you, you're not going anywhere because you're not doing the deeper work. Now, it can't be just this spring of joy. Oh, that felt good. And you got a high for a day or two. And then you're back where you used to be. Okay, well, why why does that consistently keep happening? Well, we need to go deeper into the, the deeper issue that's in the heart, is in your soul. What keeps making you have that same type of trip up? There's so many layers to healing. So many things that potentially could be... Um, keeping you from living a life of peace and stillness. A lot of it has to do with our past wounds and um, our bad thought patterns or our unforgiveness in our heart or just the way we're caring for ourselves. Um, you know, it's amazing how well you will feel if you just choose to eat better, get your body moving, drink lots of water. I mean, there's just so many, so many things that come into actually getting us to feel to feel good and to live a life of peace. So my heart is deeply passionate, very, very passionate about helping people find uh, that, that deep stillness within so they're better able to be love and give love to the world around them, to do the deeper work in the heart of your soul 
so you can be set free so you're able to be love and give love to the world around you and and until that deeper work is done the love is not going to flow freely and effortless out of you to greatly impact the world around you so um, this isn't a plug for the book necessarily, the first book, but it really is. I mean, I always draw people back to that and I'm like, study it. Just re- the parts that stand out, reread, reread, highlight, reread, answer the questions that I ask in there, do the work, talk to me if you need to, but um, that's, that's the foundation. That's where it all starts. Uh, so if you're struggling, I encourage you deeply <laughs> Please go grab the book, uh, belovegivelove.com. You can find it on our website. Um, And let's begin your healing process. Let's begin your healing journey. And then this next book that's coming out is just another deeper layer of things that I've went through that definitely stem from also heart issues in me. Uh, deeper things the Lord exposed in my heart as I went through some things, but it all fell back on me relying on my training to get through those seasons. So um, I'm telling you, there's a different way to live. Peace and freedom await you. If you want it, it's there. Um, it's there for everyone. The path is is lit. Um, you can walk in it or you can stay where you're at. And I speak all that in love to you. I speak everything that I've spoken in this podcast in deep love because I deeply care about you. If you know me and some of you that listen to this know my heart, that know that I am deeply passionate about seeing you set free from anything that's holding you back from living a life of true peace, true deep peace, not a false sense of peace because you you know, smoke pot or drink alcohol or, you know, binge watch and that makes you feel good. No, I'm talking about deep peace, a peace that surpasses all understanding. That's what I want you to have because if you have that, you really are just a blessed, blessed individual and it's available to everyone. I mean, I was diagnosed with an extreme panic disorder. When people hear, like when I, when I really talk and I unzip and I'm like really share where I was at, and I tell more about the story. They're like, no way. There's no way you were that person. I was like, I know. Isn't it crazy? I said, I am completely a new creation for sure. So it's possible. I mean, I'm here to tell you that it is possible. It really is. And just take one step forward. Don't think about, oh my gosh, I got so much to work on. Because you'll be so overwhelmed by the journey, you won't even... T- you know, you won't even take a step forward because you'll just be like, it's just too much. No, take one step forward. One step. Even if you got to crawl, just crawl one little, one little crawl and just keep moving forward. Keep moving from, don't sit idle. Don't be complacent. Don't be looking in your past. Let's just take the next step forward. I don't know what that next step forward for you, what it is. Um, but honestly, I would just sit and be still, really quiet the mind and just ask God, what is my next step? Where is my pathway to healing? And things will come up. 
things will be like for me, things would come up several times. You know, if it's therapy, then therapy is going to come up several times. If it's a certain doctor, certain doctor is going to come up several times. If it's a certain sermon series or the book that I'm recommending, Living Still or something, it will come up several times and you'll be like, okay, I'm taking that. That's the breadcrumb. That's a golden nugget, whatever you want to call it. I call it breadcrumbs. You know, just follow the breadcrumbs. God's always leading you. But are you paying attention? Are you looking for God to lead you? He's always there leading and guiding us, but I feel like we get lost in this world and we're not even paying attention. That's how I got to where I am today, by following the breadcrumbs, by being still in his presence, by doing the work, by doing the next step that he reveals to me and then work on that and then doing the next step and then doing the next step. The only way forward is forward. The only way to the other side is forward. You got to continue going forward to get to the other side. But God is there with you. I promise. He will faithfully guide you. He will provide everything that you need. Just trust him. Lean in on him. Um, seek after him. And he will provide. And um, Anyway, I hope that you've been blessed a little bit and encouraged by this podcast. Uh, find us on Facebook at Be Love, Give Love. Um, Instagram's Be Love, Give Love. The website's Be Love, Give Love. The online store's Be Love, Give Love.com. Everything's Be Love, Give Love. Um, And if you've been encouraged by this podcast at all, please share it. Share it on social media. Share it to a friend. Email it to someone that you think would be blessed by it. And uh, if you feel like the book is something that you want to get for sure, please order that. Order a couple copies to give to other people that you know are struggling. Um, And if you want to sign up for the newsletter, if you're not a part of the newsletter, then you can get... Uh, the introduction in the first chapter for free downloaded and you can get a, you know take a peek and see if it's something that you want to um, if it speaks to you and if it does I encourage you to continue reading and read it slowly read it slowly because again you know it's not it, you just can't read it in a, a week and be like wow that was a good book okay well what did you get from it what are you applying that you actually that spoke to you that's where the heart change happens that's where the freedom comes is when you actually put to work what God is speaking and revealing to you. So I love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in and I will see you next time.